Hey guys, Dan Walshman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I'm standing up right now. Not that most of you will care, but I went for a, a, a crazy run in the mountains with a couple friends of mine over the weekend. And uh, since we're talking about relationships, let's just jump right into it. So I, I got a phone call from a, a running buddy of mine who I'm doing a couple races with. I run, I ran uh, the Knock on Wood 100 three years ago. And it was kind of the start to, uh, to, to well, not a start. I'd run other 100-mile races, but it was like my hometown and mixing it up in this scene, this local scene for running. My buddy, Will, has, run, has won the event the last two years in a row and uh, just out in the woods crushing it. He's a very, very fast runner. It's good to run with people that you know push you. So he calls me up and says, hey, we're going to go attack this new mountain would uh, would you be up for joining us? And so it's typical for me that my schedule's kind of like, let me see. Day goes, a couple of days go by, finally on the weekend, the night before I say, let's go. And Sarah was going to join us. We we're all going to go up and, and attack this mountain. Now, when you see this mountain, if you ever see pictures, and you might go to my Facebook feed and see some pictures. It's about uh, the, the entire run. It's about a nine mile loop and it's 5,000 feet of elevation change, okay? 5,000 feet, about 2,500 feet up and 2,500 feet down. And for those of you who are in nine miles who are thinking like, is that tough? Yeah, kind of, kind of. What makes it really difficult is that the first couple miles, you're running straight uphill. <laughs> Stop. Let me correct myself. You're not running at all. You're... um you're huffing and puffing and moving your legs as fast as you can, but um, you certainly won't call it a, a run. It's it's a, it's a basically a power hike, mile and a half up until you hit this beautiful waterfall. And of course, at this time of year with so much rain, it's massive. Just this waterfall, hundred feet plus in the air, just tumbling down. It's gorgeous, uh, but you have to make it to the other side, and so you're navigating from rock to rock to rock, so you can get back on the trail, so you can keep going, and you pass. I think there's two or three total waterfalls and six or seven, oh, maybe more, maybe ten different river crossings as you as you as you run this path. Anyways, it's not. I'm not here to in this podcast tell you about my running, although as you can tell, I'm pretty much into it. What I thought about running while I'm running one is the relationships that I have. And the people that I run with, from my wife to my family to my extended running group here in town, and then the people that I meet at races all over the, all over the world, what's interesting about those relationships is that these are competitors. These are people who push me. Sometimes they beat me. A lot of times I beat most of them, right? But, but I run into people who are faster uh, and better and stronger and, and more thoughtful and they've got more energy and better strategy. And what's interesting about it though is, but they're competitors. And my relationship with them is competition. And even though we may not be friends while we're racing, when it's over, we're comparing notes and we're having a good time. And we bond because of one reason, because we're competitors. We're competitors. For those of you who are in some sort of sports, where it's CrossFit, um, you know, Orange Theory, where you're trying to build your cardio, you know, compete against your cardio, whether you're a runner, whether you're in some sort of adult rugby, whatever it is, hockey, soccer, uh, football, for everyone who's not in America, right? You know, we have these moments in our lives when we're surrounded by people who push us. 
when I'm running up the side of a mountain and I feel my heart rate go do, 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 do. When I know that I'm at 190 beats per minute, that's how, and I'm, I'm power walking. That's how fast my heart is beating. I mean, be long, be much beyond 200, I mean, like you're dead <laughs> you're, or, or you're in serious trouble. Right? You're, the human heart just, does, just can't do that. It's beating so fast, but I look around and I see the people beside me and I'm, I know something. Their heart is beating just as fast as mine. And so I'm not going to quit because they're not going to quit. And you know what? They're probably not going to quit because I'm not going to quit. So the natural question is this. And a shout out to my friend, Shan, who, while we're running, says to me, I love your podcast. Why don't you talk about more about us? And so I'm talking more about you, Shannon. My question is this, where are those people in every other area of my life? Maybe more personally, let me ask you, where are those people in every area of your life? Do you have people who challenge you with your romantic relationships? And obviously, I'm not going to get twisted on this. We're not going down a crazy path here, people. All I'm saying is you have somebody who can challenge you to make time for what's important, make time for your family, make time for your, your partner, make time for your lover, whatever relationship you're in. Who's the person who pushes you? Not to work more hours, not to make more money, not to level up in a, in a business environment, a professional environment, but the person who challenges you to dig in deep, do what's uncomfortable, and have relationships that are meaningful and magical. We have those people in a few different areas of our life. As I look back at my own life, I've had those people obviously competitively for running, and that's kind of obvious. Those are people who push me, right? And I'm running, and I. what's funny is I, 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 you bump into the same people. I know the people that I'm going to compete with, pretty much. I see them out there. They're mixing it up. They're running fast. Some of them are blowing by me. Other times when I'm cheering my wife on at a race, I get to see the faces of people running by because I'm, I'm on the side of the road just cheering. And you see those same faces competing at a high level. And so I get that. I get that. That's easy. It's very physical, very visceral, emotional. I can feel it. But what about the other things? We all say we want to read. But what are we reading? You know what's funny about this year? You all, all of you listening to this podcast, have inspired me to fix this one area in my life. I read three books in January, brand new books in January. I'm on my third book in March, and it's only a few days into March. Um, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, two of the three books I listened to on audio tape. Now, at 2x speed, <laughs> mind you, by the way. And for those of you who are wondering, can you actually do that? When you're running, what's interesting is uh, when you turn a book on and it goes, uh, that's at 2x speed, you go, I can't understand a thing. But when you're running, you want to kind of uh, forget about the agony of the moment if you're pushing yourself hard. And so you have to concentrate on the words. And what's interesting is after about five seconds of reconditioning yourself, like, oh, I actually need to pay attention fast. You can actually you can actually listen quite well, and for me at least, uh, it works out swimmingly well. So I've listened to two of the three books uh, on uh, while while just running, right? Now how, how, using that time instead of listening to MSNBC or CNN or whatever things that would probably be de demotivating, and put turned it on turned it on its head, and and started listening to books on tape. By the way, if you're asking me what books have I read, well, I'm glad to tell you. 
one of the books uh, that I that I that I read is Jordan Belfort's Way of the Wolf, sales training book. Not bad, not bad. Pretty pretty pretty, pretty neat. Um, let's see what else did I read. Let me pull up my phone right here. Well, I've been reading Ten Days of Self Esteem. I, I think I told you that already. What was the audio book? Oh, let me just pull up here. Oh, Endure. I told you that already. Endure by Alex Hutchinson. I've got how to ch- how to charge how to take charge of your life by Richard Bandler, which I'm about ready to uh, to, uh, to, uh, to to jump into next. Uh, as for book books that I'm reading, I'm reading Donnie Epstein's Healing Myths, Healing Magic. By the way, if you don't know who Donnie Epstein is, he's the personal kind of coach physician for uh, a bunch of very 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 powerful people around the world. Of course, why wouldn't I not want to read his book? Uh, it's amazing. Okay, anyways, this is not a topic. I say about reading, although those books are great and you should jump into it. Several of you have asked me, why not put together some blog posts about what I'm reading, maybe book summaries or something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> why not? Um, I'm just trying to give you podcasts, people, on a regular basis. <laughs> but I, w- I actually do want to do that. Though. That sounds like a lot of fun. So who are the people that I can talk to about books? Which of you in the audience here, amazing people, are reading and are going to throw me a book and say, Dan, try this book out? You know what's interesting? I've got more people telling me how to change my running pattern and what shoes I should be wearing. But when it comes time to reading great books, there's not enough people pushing me. And by the way, one of the reasons why you get to the edgy empire of awesomeness, and I think this month of March, it's um, Lakiani's book, um, Secret to the, what is it? Oh my goodness, I'm getting old. Starcross Mind? Oh my goodness. Anyways, it's a great book. I've read it three or four times. I can't remember the title now, obviously. But in that book, Matt and I were even debating some things because he he talks about uh, some spirituality and each of us looks at religion and spirituality a little bit different. And so there's naturally a chance to see things differently for each of us. But, 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 But here's the cool thing. Even if we disagree, that challenge of looking at it differently pushes us past the boundaries of mediocrity and forces us to be better. Just like I'm in the mountains and I'm running a nine mile loop and I look at my buddy, Will, and I'd say, well, I guess I'm going to run one loop. We had agreed at the beginning of all to run two. And he said, well, you're going to be walking home and see, here's what's interesting. He could have told me this. Yeah, I'm really sore too. But at that moment, he basically told me to shut the fuck up and keep running. That's basically what he told me in running speak. So I, that was awesome because it channeled me into a behavior pattern where I just did it and it was hard. And today I'm standing at the mic instead of sitting because my butt is all sore uh, from jumping from rock to rock. And I fell a couple times because the trail was narrow and I stepped off the edge. And, you know, if you're running through the mountains and it's cold and your nose is running, you're blowing your nose and wiping it on your sleeve. And it sounds crazy, but when you turn your head to wipe your nose on your sleeve, you trip and hit rocks because you're not paying attention. I mean, okay, I'm not whining here. What I'm saying is I had people around me pushing me and saying, not cheering me on to say, go, go, go. Nothing fake. I had people telling me, you know, you can do this. Just shut up and do it. And so what are the other areas of my life? I need someone to tell me to do that when I get my personal relationships all twisted. Right, you know, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about personal relationships. The last two Mondays, we've been talking about lists of ways to improve your healthy, how to have a healthy relationship. 
we, we've been coming up with those ideas together. And, and, and it's not just me, it's my team, it's all of you working together to try to have healthier relationships. But why aren't we talking about this more? Why aren't we supporting each other in these other more powerful areas? Why is it only sports where we're willing to push each other? Why is it only, it comes to how much money we have where, oh, okay, now it's a competition. Now we're collaborating. Now we're joint venturing. Now we're partnering because there's money involved. And it was just an interesting lesson from me, for me, from people that I spend time with on the side of a mountain, 5,000 feet in the air, 10,000 total feet of elevation change over a weekend, running, and people say, we're not going to let you be become mediocre. That's a great relationship. And those are people who need to be around us, surround us in every area of our life. Not just running, not just making money, not just in business, not just in networking groups for business, but in personal relationships and teaching you how to meditate and pushing you to be accountable for your actions and challenging you when you make excuses. If you don't have those people in your life, can I make a suggestion? Jump into the edgy empire of awesomeness and engage. Over a million plus people on Facebook. We've got a thousand plus people in the group right now. And here's what's interesting. Million on the on the Dan Waldschmidt public page and about a hundred thousand in, in the group itself. And look, there's some people that are challenging each other, networking. There's some business ideas that are coming together. If you don't have the calendar of awesomeness, go to calendar of awesomeness. I have, I, I, I can't... Probably five to six emails a day, probably another 10 to 15 tweets and Facebook messenger messages from people just going, I just, I'm brand new. I don't know who you are. I just downloaded this thing as the coolest daily calendar I've ever used. And then that's awesome. That's awesome. But it's got to be more than about the calendar. It's got to be not just a calendar. It's got to be about accountability. So go, go grab the calendar, jump into the group and and don't just go through the motions and don't just compete when it comes to sports. Here's my challenge for you today. Come find people to push you in those areas in your life where you're weak, where you know you're going to line up and you're probably going to come in second, third, or 15th place. Go and compete and challenge yourself. And, and in spite of all of the, the things you have going on in your life, find people who push you to be better, not just business, not just money, not just sports, but in the ways that you know truly matter. Friendships, healthy relationships. That's the difference in living a life of purpose or living a life where on your deathbed, you say, I sure had things out of whack and I don't want to be in that last group. Okay, guys, I'll see you next time on the Edgy Conversation Podcast. I, I told you last time, I haven't forgotten about it. We're going to be jumping into uh, some ways to build healthy personal relationships. Don't, do not, do not, do not, do not miss the next few podcasts because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. See you next time.